Hey everybody, welcome to Ref Time, powered by RTS and produced by Coraggio Media. I'm Tanya. And I'm Crane. We'll be covering rules, plays, points of emphasis, and all things official. So Tom, thanks for joining us uh, yep. for another segment of Ref Time. And uh, we really appreciate you being here. Hey, glad to be here. All right, all right. Uh, you know, we were just thinking about this. We were talking about it. How did we meet? I know you came through a class, but how did we, you remember how we met? That was officially how yeah. we met, was him coming through our class. Yep. So take us back in time. How long you been officiating? This is my fourth year now. Okay, so four years ago you got involved in officiating. You always wanted to? Always wanted to, but I had, I had three boys and I was very active in their sports and coaching. So once they moved on and got into graduation and into college and stuff like that, I thought it's, it's dad time. <laughs> <laughs> so when you, uh, when you were coaching your boys, what did you coach? What sports did you coach? Soccer, baseball, um, football when they're younger, but mainly basketball. And I always enjoyed basketball. I played basketball. So that was my, my love. So when they moved on, I, I searched the uh, web and came across your school. That's so. how we got you. Yeah. Okay. Because you, uh, you know, we talk about you all the time. You were probably one of our favorite students. Well, def definitely <laughs> challenged me because uh, oh, I, I remember he yes. came to the class. Oh. Yes. he would challenge me on my on the rules. He's like, no, no, no. I think I found that in section such and such, and I'd be like, no, Tom, it's in this one right here. Yeah. And then we and, and it was like one of those things, and I loved it though because it was just it made you sharper. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. So. So the first, the, the class he went, now my memory's coming back. You came through the PFW class. IPFW back yes. in the back section there. Right. Yeah. Yep. And I, you know, her and I talk about this. I think that was our biggest class we've yep. had since yeah. we started doing RTS. But I think uh, we we go back and forth. I tell her, I think we started out with sixteen students. Correct. That's not that right. Yeah. Yeah. And then it, it whittled down. We were talking about it the other day. Sixteen started. I don't know how many finished, but as far as who got licensed, I think it was four. Yeah, three or four. I thought. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. It was you, Brian, Brian, Carrie. Carrie, I Carrie think she got licensed, but she I don't think she ever did anything. She didn't anything. get on the floor. No. And then Jessica. Jessica, mm -hmm. yep. I don't think anybody else got licensed out of that class. No. And I've refereed with both Brian and Jessica yeah. uh, since then. So Yeah. Well, we've talked to Carrie a couple of times, and she's she's a happy mama now. So. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. Good for her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you, um, so tell us, you say so you, you coached your kids in basketball. Were you one of those parents who... Yeah, well, he, he he probably was one of those parents, wasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> no, well, you know, because we talk about, and you, you have two coaches, these weekend warrior dad coaches who don't know the rules, don't care about the rules. All they care about is developing their own kid on their own team. I was I was a hard critic on my kid. Okay. I, that's the reason why I got into coaching. I thought my, my kids were very blessed in sports, put them in peewee, baseball mm -hmm. my kid got stuck out in the outfield and i'm going he's as good as anybody else well, yep. <laughs> i know how this is playing out <laughs> the coach's kids are playing shortstop and stuff like that first but, base and, yep, yeah yeah so pitching that's where i took I, I need to get involved in coaching so but like i said i work with my kids and they're very blessed and i was always if they got as much bench time as anybody else <laughs> so i was trying to be fair and enjoyed every minute of it so all right so in um in officiating so you got involved in officiating about four years ago basketball do you officiate anything else no not at okay. this time 
Um, yeah, because we were just talking about you need to get your volleyball license. Correct. We can help you with that. Um, do you have, in the last four years, do you have any, like, career officiating highlights? Anything that, like, kind of sticks out in your mind? Uh, that no. Something significant? I, I enjoy, you know, picking up the, the games I am now and just keeping busy. Be honest with you, I don't, at my age and stuff like that, I'm not looking to go college or pro. Okay. But I enjoy the game um, just to keep me busy, good exercise. Make a little extra cash and be around the kids. Absolutely. So, what was your cra what's your craziest situation that ever happened in a game? It's happened a couple times where I've called a foul and went to the scorer's table and gave the wrong number. Then done they, that. Been yep. there, done that. <laughs> gave that, the wrong color. Yep. <laughs> then a couple of possessions down, they've called me the bench and said, who was the foul on? And you have no idea yeah, who No <laughs> idea. It's like, uh, one of those players over yeah. there. That yeah. would have been nice had you asked me that three then. places ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we've had that that's the most embarrassing when you're in front of a high school you know doing a jv game or something like that uh -huh. and everyone, they're stopping the game because of you and you have no idea <laughs> what's going on well hopefully your partner helped you out hopefully. Uh, <laughs> now one thing is um in terms of i was talking to a young lady the other day and about her profession i ask you this do you have any idea of how many games you've done thus far in your four years, any if you had to take a ballpark, if you had to take a wild guess ballpark figure, what would you give us? How many games? So I've done three years solid right now. Going in my fourth year, I would say I've done seven hundred. Wow! I did last year about I think it was three hundred and twenty-one games last year. For the whole year, that one year. Yeah. Oh wow! <laughs> and and part of that is because. We do, like, the AAU stuff where Correct. you're doing four, five, six games Correct. in yeah. one day. Yeah, yeah. it and adds up. Yeah, yep. absolutely. All right, so we're going to move on to our second quarter now. Um, and we're going to talk about uh, some rules or um, things that – let's talk about what, what is one of your pet peeves when you show up to a game? What do you um, – what's something that kind of – drives you i guess like for me it would be probably uniforms or jewelry what's some what's a pet peeve of yours stopping the game because kids don't know how to tie their shoes correctly <laughs> <laughs> okay okay i don't know what that has to do with a rule but uh so i don't think i can look that one yeah, up I'm, um, sitting there, I'm sitting there thinking i wish they made velcro more velcro <laughs> shoes uh, especially when it's like third through sixth graders yeah. because they take the longest and yeah. i love it it's okay when we have a running clock i'm like okay take your time tie your shoe so do you actually yep. kneel down and tie the shoe up no for the kid? no i don't tell I, I i've gotten a habit now running by and say hey johnny needs number 10 needs yeah. the shoes tied and you need to take them out and do yep. it instead of <laughs> slowing the game down but rule wise probably the number one pet peeve is hand checks okay what about yeah. what about it kids like to guard with their hands yep. instead of their feet yep. mm -hmm. that is true so um so when you say hand check you, you're saying that that's a rule you like to call or a rule you don't or is that a rule that you wish you didn't have to call i didn't or? have to call it's a lot of trying to talk with a whistle in your mouth watch your hands watch your hands yeah mm -hmm. I, I i feel i do a lot, a lot of that i think do you use a lanyard yeah do you, do you use the one that hangs from your shirt or from around your neck around the neck i do too and i i just i've learned to take my whistle out of my mouth and talk to people okay 
hands, hands, or sometimes, it, it, like you saying, it happens so fast. Yeah. Like last night, I was doing three games at the seminary, and I'm like, hands, hands, and these are older yep. guys, hands, hands, and finally, I just call it, and they go, listen to me. Yeah. But you're right, when they're younger, they don't understand that talk. But it's a high school, it's just aggravating, because yeah. right. they'll stop at a couple times, possessions, and next thing you know, they're right back at right it. At, right back but at it, yeah. I've, I've learned now, I could talk with a whistle in my mouth. You yeah. get to, you get yeah. used to it. And yes. Yeah. One thing, um, speaking of whistles, it's just, when you first become an official, how your jaw hurts because yes. you have that whistle, yes. and people say, "Hey, get in the habit before the season, chew but chew gum, yeah, and get your jaw through." But I've never gone to that extreme. You ju- you do get used to it. Yeah. Well, this one can't. She can't do a game without her gum. I can. I like yeah. to have gum in my mouth because it, now, you know my it throat gets dry. Crazy because we can be literally on our way to the school, and she'll go. And I'm, I know what's coming. I'm driving. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm not gonna say anything. I forgot my gum. And she'll go, I forgot my gum. Like, can't you do it without it? No. It's like, but I've understood <laughs> now. Some people they have to have it to keep their throat their their throat uh, mm-hmm. lubricated. Like you say to to get ready for the whistle. I never thought of that because I use the kind of whistle that has that rubber piece. Yeah, on so it. do I. Yeah. And I've chewed mine away, so now I got to get another yeah. whistle because I chew my whistle so much. I tell you, initially when I got into officiating. I didn't chew the gum because of my throat. It, it, I had the gum in my mouth because it calmed me. Mm. It made me more relaxed. Hmm. So that way when I had to make a call, you know, like that, I don't know, it was the soothing of the peppermint or the spearmint or whatever it might have been. It just kind of helped hmm. release like a calmness for me. But now it's more... You know, it helps my throat stay. I don't think I could do dry. it. I'm lucky to run with a whistle <laughs> in my mouth, let alone take on another task and chew. And go. I'm <laughs> afraid, dude. I, I don't chew I don't it. Know. It's just there. I, you know, I, I'm not chewing the gum while yeah. officiating. It's I, just sitting. It's there. like a habit thing because I'm like you. I'm thinking if I got to chew gum, I'd be swallowing and it. Yeah, and it's get stuck <laughs> in my whistle. Yep. No, no, no. That's just not going to happen with me. But you know, it'd be a, it'd be interesting scientific study to find out. If it really calms people, and it, it was probably a psychological thing. Yeah. I mean, I'm it'd be okay interesting to find out, you know, because what calms people? I mm-hmm. mean, when it comes to rules, knowledge, and uh, some people are calm because they study the rules, they know them inside and out. To me, I can know the rules inside and out, but when to apply them, when to yeah. use right. human judgment, you know, to me, knowing the rules is one thing, when to apply them is a completely different thing. Well, at least I know what to get Tanya for Christmas. A pack of gum, right? <laughs> you, <laughs> you know it. That is no joke. She Spearmint, gets gum. Peppermint. She gets gum every Christmas from her family. I do. I <laughs> do. So rules. Uh, what, what's your pet peeve, Tanya, on rules? Yeah, so, I, oh, I know. I, I don't even know why I asked the question. I know. Why are you asking that? <laughs> Uni- jewelry. Uniforms yeah. need to be tucked in. Jewelry. And jewelry. So which one is worse for you, uniforms or jewelry? Oh, that's a good question. Um, it's pretty probably pretty equal i i you know my thing is with uniforms is just tuck your jersey in and tuck it in so i don't have to keep asking you to tuck it in which is very that it becomes annoying you know i've asked you to tuck it in you know and then they halfway do it or you know they look at you like they're frustrated okay but it's it's part of the rule Mm. you need to tuck your jerseys in but more for more so it is probably the jewelry because they try to sneak you know, try to put tape or band-aids over it. Well, that's not what the rule says. The rule says no jewelry, not uh, try to hide it. Oh, but I can't take it out. Absolutely cannot yeah. take it absolutely, out. I've had, yeah. a, I've had a player tell me that. I absolutely cannot take it out. 
Yeah. Okay. I just you got it. To I got to keep out. it in. I got to yep. keep it in. I, okay. I can't. I can't yeah. take it out. Enjoy that while you're on the bench. <laughs> Coach, you won't <laughs> let me play. <laughs> and with that note, we're going to move on to our third quarter conversation. And um, oh, sorry. Stop oh. doing that. Oh. Is that the kind of horn we hear in the game? I, I guess. <laughs> it depends. How many times are they trying to get our attention? No, the only time you hear that horn in the game is when there's a fire or fire drill. Yeah. Everybody's got to leave <laughs> right. the gym right. in January, in shorts, yeah. ain't happening. Yeah, no. I'll stand here where the fire is warm. Hey, you know, I've been at the, I've been going to the Y um, quite a bit lately. And um, the last, she had. over the last couple of weeks, you know, <laughs> randomly the fire alarm will go off and everybody just kind of stands around. We all like, Okay, whatever. We're going to keep working out. <laughs> so um, so we're going to talk now about uh, why... Um, Is there a need of officials? need of officials. So we, we hear so much about, you know, there's a shortage of officials, um, you know, that we're trying to, re, you know, trying to figure out a way to increase our, you know, our games. We're, we're having games canceled because there's not enough officials. Um, what What is your take on that? How do you... I guess my take is I don't understand why. I, I hear c- officials say it's because of money. I wish we'd get money. A uh, good example, Club One or something like that. They don't want to do it um, because of pay. And I look at, you know, people are getting paid 30 bucks, and it's 30 bucks an hour. Mm-hmm. Right. I go, where else can you Tax go? Tax-free. Yeah. And most people don't get that at their job. It just, But I think they're so used to officiating a freshman JV or high school game and getting mm-hmm. double the pay. Mm. So that's what they set that plateau at, yeah, yeah. and that's what they expect. But, well, yeah. now, that's devil's advocate, though, um, we're getting paid $30 an hour to go do a club one, a sport one, or Spies, whatever. Is it 30 Did they bump it up to 30 yeah. it, I think it's only like 25 25 maybe, 25. yeah. But yeah. when we go out there with AAU, we're getting paid less and dealing with more, more craziness yeah right that's true yeah but whereas if i go to a freshman game a jv or a varsity game yeah. well we have the ad you know or, or whatever who is there and a lot of times they have security security there yeah. so if there's a fan that needs to be removed they go take care of that and we don't have to worry about being threatened right. or being you know chased down or anything so I guess in in that respect, we're looking at well, I'm getting paid less and dealing with more craziness. Mm-hmm. So is that? Uh, to be honest with you, I've it's very rare I run into a situation where it's out of control. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just to the fact I've learned over you know my fourth year into it, the more intense the game, the closer you call the game. Yeah. That's you call, absolutely. You call, even if it's a sixth grade AAU game, you call it like a high school game, and it usually shuts the crowd up and the coach down because... You know, that's a good point, Tom, but, you know, I think as I listen to you talk and I look at your, the kind of person you are, having known you over the last four years, you're, you come from a professional background of managing people, so you understand the basics of something that simple. This is how you manage people. It's a basketball game, but I know how to manage people. The stuff is getting crazier, so now I have to be a more hands-on manager. And I think the three of us know that because we've been exposed to professional leadership positions. But a lot of people who come into officiating that maybe have been a a worker 
all their lives and they've never been in a position of managing people, Correct. they freak out in those situations and then it becomes chaos for them. Like I walked into uh, where I was reffing last night in the men's league and they told me that craziness had went down just before that. Mm -hmm. And I won't mention the two officials, but they're officials who came through our training. We both know them and they still need a lot of training mm. because one of them is very, very shy. You know what I'm talking about. Okay. He's very, very laid back. The other one um, can be a little grouchy when people use certain titles towards her. <laughs> and But the thing is, you know, they, uh, they don't understand how to manage people. And when you understand how to manage, you, and, and before yeah. you even spoke, I said, I know it's going to come out of his mouth. I, th I thought what you were going to say is, I don't. I haven't seen a lot of craziness like that. And then just that's what you're saying, right? Yeah, because you know how to manage people. And it also helps. I feel I have a class A uh, type personality. Yeah, yeah, you are. And if you, you know, if you are a that personality, yes. it, it could be intimidating and stuff yes. like that. You got to take the bull by the horns, right. or too. Right. So. And when I walked in last night to that game. I didn't do the one prior, but as soon as the game was over, you know, I'm going downstairs, some of the players are still talking about the melee that went on. And the girl at the, at the uh, table was saying that, she goes, oh, he called me a B, and then he's threatening me. And I said, if I had been there, that wouldn't have happened. And she looked at me, I said, if I had been here, that well, would not have happened. happened. I said, the moment they address the table, they gotta deal with me. Mm -hmm. And I had a couple of situations last night, and, and I was kind of feeding off what went on before. And, and as soon as the guy started, you know, he, he started saying, he, I made a call. He was like running off. Oh, I can't believe. And then we made another call the other end. He acted. I said, come here. He goes, I said, come here. He come over. I said, dude. And I smiled. I said, why you got to question every, I just started. Why you question me at the beginning of the game? <laughs> and he starts laughing. He goes, man, I'm, my bad. I'm sorry, man. But that's managing people. Yep. Yeah. That's taking it. So I realized if I run crazy with it too, now we're gonna really have chaos. Right. But you gotta know when to smile, when to joke yeah. with people, when to go over there, and when when to be assertive. Which it's taken you how many years to get to that point? Well, since you started <laughs> coaching me, it didn't. You know, you started coaching me like two months ago, and I've just hit the top since then because high five, high five, yes, whatever. Nice <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So now we're gonna go on into our fourth, fourth quarter. quarter. I gotta get my horns together. All right. Wait a minute, I know I you do. Wait a minute. Get away. Shut your horn off. <laughs> okay. Fourth quarter. You hear the people in the background? All right. So That's to follow up with our need of officials, <laughs> to follow up on uh, need of officials, um, what do you think as far as how to um, recruiting? So, you know, Crane and I have been um, kind of recruiting and um, training, training for the 12. last 10 years. Mm -hmm, 12. 12, 12. 12 years. 12 years. Okay. So with our school, referee training school, um, what are some suggestions, ideas that you may have for training and um, recruiting purposes? Uh, I know I saw an email a couple of weeks ago go out where like sports one, club one's doing, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. you know, the yeah. one hour thing. And, and I theirs, guess is, I, theirs is free. Yeah. I was, yeah. A little, I guess I was a little disappointed. Why? Just to the fact that. I think people, the way they worded it, hey, if you want to make some extra cash and mm -hmm. they put the cash amount, you know, $25, right. $30 an hour. Right. I think that's going to draw just anybody and everybody yeah. just for the money-wise instead yeah. of the love of the game. So I, me personally as a referee, I'm sitting there going, okay, I'm going to get stuck with yep. yeah, someone that doesn't really care to be here. Correct. Right. You're right. Versus someone that's taking it serious and trying to do justice of the game and stuff like that. Hmm. I like, 
just my opinion and not mm-hmm. being by they should go through a, a school or training class like yourself mm-hmm. go into the detail versus these three one-hour sessions and now right. you're blessed to go out referee yeah I, right. it's very difficult you need to go through and i was very fortunate to go through your school i came across it it builds confidence yes because you got to understand the rules before you step on the court mm-hmm that way you gain a lot of confidence and you know what you're talking about. You aren't guessing and relying on your partner, hey, bail me out kind of thing. So. Right. Now that, that's a great point because I hadn't thought of it like that, but a season, not quite season, you're getting there, yeah. but an official who's experienced working with a green person who comes in and they're not really, number one, they haven't been trained very well. Because when I saw the training and the amount of time, I was thinking, ooh. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. It takes a lot longer to learn this than, and I think they gave them five, four or five sessions and you have to come to at least two minimum. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I understand what they're doing because they, we need to get bodies on the court. Yeah, that's what it bodies. is. We need it. officials. But at the same time, like you're saying, Tom, we need uh, efficient quality. quality officials. It's going to turn off the seasoned, so to speak, yeah. officials away right. where they right. are going to do that because you find yourself crossing over their into your, their their into primary primary. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a good point. I hadn't thought of that, and and hopefully, like I had a young lady I was talking to at uh, Trine University. I was up there doing uh, a volleyball match. Um, and she comes up to me. She says, you don't remember me, do you? And I was like, no, dear, I don't. And she's, you used to ref me? I said, you play volleyball? No, I play basketball. And she just, I was like, okay. So we touch and I said, you know, have you ever thought about officiating? Because I'm always Mr. Recruiter. Yep. And she goes, you know, I have. I said, great. She said, I don't know where to look. I said, look at me. And she goes, huh? I said, we do a training school. Oh, so we traded information. And then I sent her the website and she sent me back a message, which I wasn't shocked by. She goes, well, I, I can't afford that money right now. I can't afford to pay for that class right now. And I'm thinking, okay. And then I so I said, okay. And I, I said, no worries. And I sent her the free information. I said, this is a free class if you're interested. I haven't heard back from her. But that, you know, it didn't bother me because I know in, in business, if a person is not willing to invest in themselves to go learn something correctly, then they're not really interested in doing it correctly. And, and again, I don't want them if they're not serious. Right. I guarantee, and, and this is me speaking, those free sessions, they will not take the time to read the book, study the book. They will take that. Mo- they focus limit- on the money. Money mm-hmm. or that limited time they're yeah. in front of that and just think they're going to be a referee and they could go out and do it. Yeah, so, you're talking yeah. about, you know, how as a seasoned or a veteran official, how we'll, we'll end up being maybe in their area. You know, yeah. well, I, I really, even when I'm working with somebody new or green, I really try to stay out of their area and let them suffer, mm-hmm. you know, with what they call smoke. or don't call. But the thing that gets me, what irks me is when they don't know their area mm-hmm. and they're calling my lines mm-hmm. or they're calling in my area. No. And we've got some, you know, we, we do have veteran officials and I say veteran loosely, but they've been officiating a long time that they still call out of their primary, out of their area. And so that is very frustrating. Um, I mean, I'm sure I'm not perfect and I'm sure I've done it, but you know, I really do try to focus on, you know, staying in their primary. So hopefully I've with you. you, you're close to perfect. I'm close. That's yeah. the second most thing <laughs> I've learned when I took your schooling 
primary. The mm-hmm. number one is ball watching. Don't mm-hmm. watch the ball. When <laughs> you're, n- you're not a fan anymore when you're an official. BWs. You don't, you don't get to watch them dunk. And, oh, that was nice. The you don't BWs get are yeah. hard to work with. I was working with a BW last night, and he's looking out of my ear, and I'm like, oh, And I, had, I called him out at, at, a, at a timeout. I said, come here. He said, what? I said, come here. He comes over and I said, you remember what we taught you in class about BWs? He goes, ah, oh, I wasn't BW. I said, there was a play happening right in front of me and you called it, you way over there. He goes, oh, well, I said, no, you did it down that end. Oh, oh, oh. so, yeah. All right, on that note, I want to say thank you guys for listening. Uh, Thank you, Tom, for joining us today. We greatly appreciate it and we look forward to working with you on the court. Okay, sir. Thanks. Appreciate you, big dog. Appreciate it. Thanks. (laughs) Thanks again for listening to Ref Time, powered by RefTrainingSchool.com and Hoosier3on3.com. Produced by Caraggio Media, Ref Time is recorded in WELT Studios in beautiful downtown Fort Wayne, Indiana. To join RTS, visit RefTrainingSchool.com. Please like, subscribe, and share with your friends. Until Until next time. time.